just bring everybody. So everybody then brings everybody there all at once. So each person's email list is told about this and each person promotes it on social media for a period of time. And you make it kind of an event to be giving these songs away. And then every single one of them is a way for people to get into your email list and your freemium. So this can be just a really fun way to um, build something around a common goal or a theme with a bunch of artists. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Bree Noble. Bree is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Bree's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Bree is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, hey, this is Bree Noble, and I am so glad you're tuned in to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast today, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. So today on Indie Interactive, we are talking about collaborative marketing for musicians. So um, what does that mean exactly before I get into the strategy? So I did post earlier that, you know, my one of my favorite quotes is that all boats rise with the tide. And I truly believe that we do not need to compete with each other as independent musicians. We can help each other, you know, just because someone likes your music, doesn't mean they can't like my music and enjoy both of us and go to both of our concerts and buy both of our music. So I don't want you guys to feel like you're competing with each other. I want you to be able to find ways to work together with people who have similar genre to you, that have a similar work ethic to you, that um, maybe live in a similar area to you. There's lots of different similarities that you can come together with, with artists and possibly other businesses to promote your music and make it mutually beneficial. So let's jump into the first strategy. So last week on Indie Interactive, we talked about giveaways. Um, and many of you guys were there when we talked about that live or listened to the podcast about it. Um, I'm curious for those of you that are in the comments right now, what giveaway strategies have you either tried in the past or are you thinking of using after listening to last week's episode? Just did one, Molly said. Let's see. Oh, you used the Insta story. That is so cool. Okay, so let's talk about how we can um, apply this strategy, this strategy of um, giveaways in a joint situation. So you get together with one other artist or a few other artists, and you want to choose people that make sense to you. So either I would go around the same genre, or I would do it around the same area. Maybe you're all in the same area and you want to boost your fans in, you know, in the city that you're in or the area that you're in. And um, so you're going to want to use the same strategies we talked about last week, but you can set this up as giving away a bundle of things that you guys contribute. So maybe you all contribute a CD 
maybe you all contribute, um, you know, a, an EP that's downloadable. I mean, come up with some things. Maybe you all contribute some merch, something like that. And then you make a combined package that you can do a giveaway with. So you can use the traditional giveaway options that I mentioned, things like raffle, raffle copter, King Sumo, um, online, online software that does giveaways for you. And that can work really well when you're doing a joint giveaway because you might not necessarily want to do it off of only one person's email list or, you know, one person's social media. Last week, we talked a lot about of strategies that you're, you can use to, you know, with your own email list to grow your own email list or to use on your own social media. When you're doing a joint giveaway, it makes more sense to have a centralized location where people are entering the giveaway. And then um, what you can either do is if you're very, very good about disclosing this, I think it's okay as long as you disclose this in advance to tell them that entering the giveaway will, you know, have them subscribing to all the artists' email lists. But I think actually the better way would be the follow-up approach. As I was talking about last week with a follow-up to um, a giveaway, after it's over and you've given the thing away, then you follow up with them and say, you know, hey, I know, I know you didn't win, but I really wanted to, you know, give everybody something. So here are some really cool things that we want to give you or that we want to offer you at a discount. And then you can list out all the things from the different artists. So that can allow people that entered the contest to get on the lists of all the artists that are involved. So I hope that was clear about the joint giveaway option. Obviously, last week we talked in depth about giveaways. So if you have um, any questions about how to execute that strategy, just go back to last week's Facebook Live or go to podcast episode number 145, which is femmusician.com slash 145. And you can watch last week's about giveaways. But just think about it in relation to working with other artists. So let's talk about our next subject, which is cross promotions. So with cross promotions, what you do is you set up a situation where you are uh, promoting someone else's thing and they're promoting your thing. And you can do this in kind of in tandem. So for example, like if you're sending out your email newsletter on a Friday, then you can promote a freemium from another artist that you like, that you are working with, <clears throat> that seems like they would be very um, aligned with what you do genre wise, or if you're, you know, promoting another person's show or something, it could be a local artist. So that can be really cool. And then they do the same for you the next time they send a newsletter. So hopefully they're doing that not too far apart. Um, but I've actually talked to a lot of artists who have done this with businesses as well. So maybe you you know, have a friend who has a graphic design business or has a business that might be aligned with creative people or the kinds of things that you do as a musician, you can do a cross promotion this way with them too. And, you know, this musician that I talked to, she said she did it with like a, a printing company that she works with and she promoted them on her newsletter and they promoted her song. It happened to work really well because it was a holiday song you know, so she knew that people would be interested in grabbing a free holiday song at that point. Um, and so it worked out really well for both of them 
because the people on her list really could use some printing, you know, some online printing, they needed some business cards or something. And then the people on the friends list who was a printer, they got um, a great free holiday song right at the right time delivered to them. So think about ways that you guys can do this and help and promote each other. And there's so many people that are here right now that I can imagine doing this together because you have very aligned uh, styles of music. Um, you know, maybe you're both folk artists. Maybe you both like to do, you know, traditional jazz. Maybe you both are rockers. You know, find somebody that makes sense with you and collaborate in this way. Yeah. So Beth is mentioning the fact that we have a world map in both the female indie musician community, which is our free group. And then the Female Musician Academy, we have the world map that allows you to find other artists in your area. So, you know, maybe you find, maybe you're in, let's just say Vancouver, because I know we have a bunch of artists in Vancouver in the Academy. Maybe you're in Vancouver and you want to find other artists in Vancouver that you can cross promote with or do a joint giveaway and you do something in relation to your shows. That can be really, really effective to find those artists by looking at our world maps. So if you're in either of those groups, definitely utilize the world map. That can be a great way to find partners for this. Okay, so let's go on to section three, which is kind of similar to cross promotions, but it's actually joint promotions. So what joint promotions are and how they differ from cross promotions is that they are... Um, Instead of promoting individuals things, you promote all your things together. So what you can do, especially with freemiums, is you could create a page where you listed all of those freemiums together and say, you know, we're doing a, you know, a folk extravaganza or, you know, whatever it is, however you wanted to brand it or theme it. And um, prom everybody promotes it to their own list. And they say, hey, like I have a bunch of friends. We all agreed that we give away one free song um, because we wanted to X, Y, Z. Like it could be related to a cause, could be related to a particular holiday. Like it, I could imagine several like Celtic and folk artists giving away songs related to St. Patrick's Day all at the same time. Or um, maybe you're wanting to focus on Earth Day and you all gave away a song that related to Earth Day in some way. And that could give you a lot more ways to promote this joint promotion because you build it around an event. You know, maybe you all have songs that relate to graduation or Mother's Day or Father's Day or, you know, any, any, or like, oh, having fun in the summer or, you know, whatever it is, come up with a, a, a fun and catchy kind of way to promote the thing that would bring attention to it, bring people around it that are interested in the subjects of those songs or the style or the holiday, and then just bring everybody. So everybody then brings everybody there all at once. So each person's email list is told about this and each person promotes it on social media for a period of time. And you make it kind of an event to be giving these songs away. And then every single one of them is a way for people to get into your email list and your freemium. So if someone loves all the songs, they can go download all of them and they will get onto your list. So this can be just a really fun way 
to um, build something around a common goal or a theme with a bunch of artists and get a lot more exposure, right? If you get, you know, say every artist has 200 people on their email list, you know, they're at, you know, they're at that particular level, but you guys all come together and 10 of you come together. That's 2000 people, not to mention all the social media that you're going to promote about it to get people over there. So um, I think this can be really, really powerful and I don't see a lot of artists doing it. And I think that it's a wasted opportunity. So definitely think about how you can do that. Um, You know, having the groups that we have, especially with the Academy where, you know, all those people, you know, personally, it can be a great way to find partners for this kind of thing. And that segues right into the final way to do promotion. And that is similar to the joint promotion, but maybe executing it a little bit of a different way using bundles, compilations, and Spotify playlists. So I have to shout out to um, one of our Academy members, Colleen Kitchen, who actually just started a campaign about this this morning in the Academy about let's all come together create a Spotify playlist and I'll promote it. I thought it was fantastic. It was so timely because I just happened to be putting this episode together and she said this and I'm like, that's so awesome. I'm talking about that this week. And a Spotify playlist can be a much more nimble way to do this. I know in the old days, you know, we used to create compilation CDs. I was on several compilation CDs and we would all promote them at our own shows and it would, they would get into people's hands and it would introduce those people to all these different artists. And, you know, we'd put our websites in there, that kind of thing. Um, And then people were doing that as online compilations where, you know, you sell it on Amazon or something, but that's a little bit harder to get people over to your website because, Amazon doesn't really make that easy to do or Bandcamp or any of those places um, to get people over to the websites of all the artists. And, you know, bundles would be like physical bundles, like each person puts their CD into a bundle and, you know, maybe you all promote and sell that. Maybe that would work really well again around what I was saying earlier around holidays or causes or things like that. If everybody had a Christmas CD and you all bundled it together for, you know, a certain price that could be really, really powerful if you were all promoting it at the same time. Um, But I love the idea of Spotify playlists because it's so easy to do. Like everybody just, you know, puts, here's my thing on Spotify. Here's my song on Spotify. And somebody organizes this and creates a playlist and then you all can be promoting it and you'll all benefit in streams. You'll all benefit with people discovering your music So um, definitely want to recommend that you guys think about how you can use Spotify playlists in this way. Compilations are a little bit harder to execute. You know, it requires a little more work on someone's part to do it. But I definitely have thought about it, especially for the Academy. It's just another one of those projects that are on my list. But um, Spotify playlist is so easy. So we're doing it. We're definitely doing it. And you guys know that... I'm very big on reminding everybody that like, I don't want you to drop what you're doing and go out and do one of these strategies. When I do these strategy sessions, it's to spark ideas and give you ideas. And you can put those in your inspiration vault. If you're using my system where I'm, I'm saying, you know, our ideas can really distract us. 
So I'm not giving you all these strategies and ideas to distract you. I'm inspiring you. And, you know, if you happen to be at the end of a 90 day goal cycle and you're ready to do something else in the next goal cycle, maybe you want to add one of these strategies to it for your marketing segment. Um, If you're not at the end of your goal cycle, it just happens to be the end of quarter one. So maybe you are, maybe this is a great time for you to adopt one of these, but maybe you're not and you're still in the middle. I don't want this to be the shiny object that distracts you from completing the goals that you have. I just want you to say, okay, this is the one that I'm interested in doing. I'm going to look into that. Maybe you go and at least spend some time researching and finding some partners and saying, you know, okay, I can't do it right now, but maybe in May I'm ready to do this. Um, But it will take a little groundwork. So you can start thinking about it, but not have it to be an active thing on your list if it doesn't fit into your goals right now. Just had to throw that in because, you know, I don't want these things to distract you from what you really need to get done. Yeah. So Beth is reminding us that we do have genre specific playlists on in the free female indie musician community. And I definitely recommend you getting involved in those. Um, the, what I like about actually partnering with specific people is you guys are all making a commitment to each other to promote and you can do a blitz promotion, you know, whereas with these playlists that we're doing in female indie musician community, like I really appreciate them. But I'm not sure that everybody is as committed to promoting because they're like, oh, here's my song. Here's my song. And they're probably not focused as much on, you know, I really need to devote some time to promoting this. So I think if you're going to use this strategy, make sure that the people who are on board are ready to promote as much as you are and put as much effort into it. So Molly says she's releasing a record soon and the joint promotion sounds the most applicable for us right now. Yes. So she can team up with their support bands for their tour. And that's absolutely awesome because I mean, every one of those support bands has fans, even if maybe they don't have as many as you do, it's still new people. And plus then they're going to be familiar with your music when they come to watch you. If they're coming to watch one of those support bands, Beth says, I love the idea of having these strategies in our inspiration vault. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm not, sometimes I'm, I I shy away from doing these kind of like very strategy based kind of trainings because I don't want to overwhelm you, but I do want you to be thinking about the possibilities out there. And if I don't present them to you, you might not have thought of them. So think about it that way. It's, it's for inspiration and future use. Yeah. So she's talking, Beth is talking about how Tom Jackson and Brett Brett Manning did a joint promotion. And yes, I mean, I do joint promotions all the time, right? I've done joint promotions with Tara, done joint promotions with Michelle Lockie. um, And I choose very wisely who I do joint promotions with because they need to be someone that's in line with my values and um, just the way that I want to operate in my business. And I need to know that they're going to be offering massive value to you. So same thing with you. You should be thinking about, make sure that you've listened to their music. You like it. You'd want to be associated with them and the way, and, you know, kind of watch them, stalk them a little bit on the internet as a fan and see if there's somebody. Now, if you're in the Academy, like these are people you hang out with every day and you know, you know them and you, you will you know, easily choose somebody that would be fine and aligned. But um, if not, 
then make sure that you kind of watch them a little bit and, and see what they're doing when they don't know you're watching and make sure that that's somebody that you'd want to align yourself with. Oh, so that's awesome. Yeah. Molly liked my idea about promoting a tour using your joint promotion with the, um, with her opening bands. And I think that would be so good because it's going to expose everybody that is going to be watching you to all of those artists. I mean, trust me, like I've been doing enough shows where you just kind of sit through the first two bands because you don't know any of their songs. Like they might be good, but you're not really latching onto them because you've never heard them before. If you've done something like um, a, a joint, probably I would think maybe the joint promotion would be the best because then, and, and maybe offer freemiums from all of the bands and then people can go listen to all of those bands, or you could do a Spotify playlist that include, you know, you, that was based upon your tour. Like if your tour has a name and then all the people on that tour could promote that Spotify playlist. And then everybody would be super familiar with all the music before they got there. That would be fantastic. Oh, Molly, you've got me generating ideas as we go, which I love. Um, so I think that that wraps it up for today as far as the four different ways that we can promote. I'm going to just recap them. It's joint giveaways. So using the strategies we talked to talked about last week with giveaways, but then doing them with one or two or three other artists where you combine your items into one giveaway pile. And then afterward, when you give that away, then you can use your follow-up strategies to introduce all those people to either your freemiums or maybe some discounts on the stuff that you're offering. Uh, second one is cross-promotion, where you agree with another artist to promote on your list and on your socials for them, and then they do the same for you. And usually that works well if you're promoting a freemium. Um, then it is joint promotion, which is where everybody gets together and promotes that one thing. And I was saying um, that would be, you know, really well organized around either holiday music for a particular holiday, you know, theme like Mother's Day, Father's Day, graduation, St. Patrick's Day, patriotic, you know, something like that, where you can kind of hang it around another thing that happens. Um, or maybe it's or like Earth Day, you know, it's a cause, it's, you know, gun violence, it's, um, you know, me too, like whatever it is, something that has a similar uh, theme for all the songs that can be really good. Uh, and then you just put all of your freemiums together on one page and allow people to listen to all those songs and decide to download the ones that they like, and that will get people onto their list. Um, and then the fourth thing is the bundles, um, compilations and Spotify playlist. And I was saying like back in the day, we used to do compilations a lot because people bought physical CDs um, or you can do online compilations. Um, then bundles would just be everybody puts all their CDs together and sells it as a compilation for a reduced price. And that I think that could work really well. Probably the best way would be around holiday music because who doesn't love holiday music? And if they got, you know, five holiday CDs for $30, that might be really exciting. So um, that could work too with, with online um, sales as well. And then the Spotify playlist, which I think is the easiest thing to do. It's so frictionless and you can so very easily 
create a Spotify playlist around a similar genre, similar theme with a bunch of artists, but just make sure that you're doing this with people that are as dedicated to it as you are and that they are as willing to promote it as you are so you can all benefit from the results of all the people that are going to be coming to that playlist. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com. With editing by Jen Eads of 317 Sound Design and music by Stella Ronson.